deeper than making a choice between the candy bar, the broccoli, or the cookie, the bigger than making that single choice is making a decision that you're gonna eat what's best for you. Like that's way better than having to make a choice between one or the other, but you're gonna make a decision between what's best for you. And if you operate from that stage, you're gonna find yourself looking at the broccoli, scanning it with your eyes, and seeing all the nutrients that you're gonna get out of it. And you're gonna scan the cookie, and you're gonna see all the sugar that's in it. You're gonna compare both, and you're gonna automatically choose the best. Because what you're doing is you're building an internal guide that automatically wills in your best interest. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. How's it going? How's it going? How's it going, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Ed Talks Daily Personal Growth and Motivation Podcast. I'm your host, the Holistic Motivator. This podcast, we have it every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., 10 to 10.30. And every day we bring a topic and we talk about it, and that's about it. Right. Every day we bring a topic, we talk about it, and that's about it. Good morning, good morning. So today's episode is about self-control. Today's episode is about self-control. Self-control. What does it mean for you? So I want you to write down what your definition of self-control is before we even uh, start the video. Well, the video's already started, but you get what I'm trying to say. So when you think about self-control, do you think about like putting yourself on a leech or do you think about taming yourself? Do you think about uh, giving yourself boundaries? What is self-control? So you really want to think about that because it has to come from you so you can know where you're at so now you could draw out where you want to go. What I mean by that is if you know what your definition of self-control is and then now you could work on bettering the definition and then acting in it. So is self-control taming yourself? 
is it locking yourself up like a beast or is it setting boundaries whatever your definition is you're going to write that down and then at the end of this you can compare that previous definition to the definition that you've come up with at the end all right so there's a lot of things that we try not to do when we try not to do stuff we say we got to have more self-control so usually it's the not to's that says we need to have more self-control but the got to's we don't really think about controlling what we want to do or got to do but what we don't want to do we always can try to control that i mean why is it that what we can control which is the whatever we do we don't try to control the situation but what we uh, don't want to do is what we try to control doesn't really make sense it's like instead of doing what you need to do you try to control what you don't need to do so when we think about self-control we usually think about fighting your own self telling you not to do something and we all know what happens when somebody tells you not to do something you actually do it. So when we try to control ourselves in that way, we're not necessarily having any self-control. We're actually having less of a self-control because we're not controlling the self. So to control the self is to, is to allow your spirit to be fed, right? Is to control your wellness, right? So self-control should not be about controlling what not to do it should be controlling the best state of mind and everything else that goes against that gets eradicated automatically you see the difference between going against and going for so you could be on the team of what you are looking to achieve or you could be going against what you don't want going against what you don't want is actually the best way to get it okay so if you want something if you don't want something in your life and you go against it that focus on it is so much focus that what's going to happen is you're going to end up giving into it more so the things that we try to not to do is the things we end up doing because we're giving so much focus on it so for me um, one major thing that I try to control myself with is like controlling binge urges, right? Like you buy a bottle of juice or soda and you drink all of it in one day. So it's like, how is it that like I'm trying to control myself, but it's not happening? I realize that the more I tell myself not to drink anymore, the more I drink. But when I like think about how I'm going to feel when I drink all of that, I automatically get turned off. So some days I wake up from the demise of the previous day and I'm like, I don't want that to happen. So I'm controlling my wellness level rather than controlling my own uh, desire to just eat whatever, right? So all I'm trying, all I'm saying is we don't try to control what we don't want. We simply control the best state and when we start from that we have more power rather than trying to like say don't do this don't do this don't do this like the the not to do list 
becomes so big that you start to even like, oh, let me be naughty, right? Let me try to not to do this, and we're going to do it anyways. So I think what self-control is, is not even having to control yourself is the best form of self-control. Like, not even, not even having to control yourself is the best self-control. It's just being able to, like, guard your mind and bless your mind by doing the things that are going to give you more power. So when we feel out of control is when we feel like we need more self-control. But when we try to get self-control, we just try not to do things. In reality, let's split the word self-control to control the self. So what is the self that you're controlling? Because if you think yourself is your body, then you're like, okay, I just have to like not touch the cookies and then I'll be fine. But if the self is like the spirit, then it's more, it's not about touching the cookies. It's just like, yo, if I get some more sweets right now, it's going to throw my, like, my quit, like, my equilibrium right there off. I'm just going to be, like, a little bit too hyper, right? So our nervous system gets turning on and off or, like, being hyperactive because we keep sparking it up. So the thing is, we get to a point where we're like, yo, I'm so still right now. It's as if like when you're fasting, you don't necessarily want to eat after a while because like the fast had gotten you to like a clear state because like when you fast, you think you're going to be hungry. But in reality, after the hunger washes away, you start to realize that you're more full because you haven't gotten any food because you haven't got physical food. You're more mentally aware. You never knew that there was an adverse effect of fasting. That when you fast with your body, you actually get mental clarity. So it's like, if you think of it, if you had a house full of stuff and you're like, yo, I need to stop putting stuff in the house and let me clean up the house for like 24 hours. While you're cleaning up, it's not that fun because just the thought about it in the beginning doesn't sound fun. Then in the beginning of it, it's like, it's still dreadful, but somewhere in the middle of cleaning, you can find yourself lost in the cleaning to the point where the cleaning became meditation. So you can clean until it becomes meditation because what happens is at first we were thinking like, yo, if I start cleaning, I'm going to have to do work. But then we realize, oh, this is actually very enjoyable. So that's what we happens to us when we fast when we get into the fast we're like i'm gonna do an internal cleaning and it was like it's gonna be dreadful i'm not gonna have i'm not gonna eat so you kind of like man i'm like i don't know if i want to do this but when you get into it for longer you start to realize oh this actually brought me a lot of clarity and it's actually very meditative so you're like yo i actually want to fast now because this cleaning that i thought was going to be really boring is actually very relaxing. So when we think of it that way, it's a completely different mindset. And you start to realize that detoxing your body is a lot like try is a lot like detoxing your life, right? So when we try to get rid of stuff, we try to focus like, oh, we gotta have to work hard on getting rid of it. But if we just focus on being 
more of like like i said self-control controlling yourself to be in the best state then there's a lot of things we will not even consider like there's some energies we just won't even have around us because we don't even need to have like self-control to tell somebody to not you know have self-control not to hang out with somebody or be in a uh sexual relationship with somebody we don't even need to because we're we're playing the role of guarding our spirit rather than playing defense guarding all the things that we see as our demise so i think that's which is very important it's when you switch from trying to stop doing something to trying to do what's best for you and then like making what's best for you like so attractive that you don't want to do anything else so it's as if you control yourself without having to control yourself that's the best form of self-control but i've been around the loop of like telling myself what not to do and what to do and what not to do and what to do and i found out that that cycle takes too much energy and anything that takes too much mental energy is not going to be per se a, um, achievable for a long period of time so if it takes a small amount of energy and focus you, it'll be more achievable in the long term but if you have to constantly control yourself it's too much and when it becomes too much you become overwhelmed when you become overwhelmed you give up hence why most people never can control themselves because they try to control themselves from things and they're not trying to control their self by being right like look control yourself doesn't mean control your actions we want to know we want to get this right control yourself does not mean control your actions it means guard your temple so imagine i'm i'm i i run a church and this church is my body and then i'm going out on, on a trip somewhere and i'm like guard the body i'm like guard the church control the church make sure it don't get rattled up make sure you control the situation i'm not telling them yo go ahead and eradicate any enemies from outside we're just saying make sure everything inside is okay make sure we're not in chaos inside so when we think about self-control, it's the same thing. Make sure there's no chaos inside yourself. And when you see all the things outside that cause chaos, automatically you're not going to do them because you're in a state of guarding your internal peace rather than putting out external fires. And when you guard internal peace, you automatically put out external fires because we don't want to deal with the fire because you know better so you automatically do better but if you gotta find out and do and control yourself for every action it's going to be a lot of work so a good scenario of this is a micromanager i've had a job before where somebody want to show their authority because they got one rank ahead of you and they're like i'm the supervisor they make one more dollar than you and they think they're the big shot 
so they want to show their power over you so there are a lot of people like that who find a lot of satisf satisfaction in feeling superior to other people and they come at you in the form of let me be superior and show you exactly how to do it that they lost their superiority trying to be superior so instead of having the freedom to be the supervisor and just supervise they do your work with you and they let you do it too because they micromanage you and they're like do this do that so they're like i'm a big shot but they don't even play a big shot role because they're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing so they say i'm a boss bosses delegate they're not even delegating because they're doing everything you're supposed to do so why would we want to have that complicated relationship with ourselves? That's what we do when we try to control every action like a micromanager boss who let too much power get in his head or her head. And you're like, let me micromanage all my decisions so I can make the right choices. So you bash yourself on the head with a baton of anxiety because of your sticking to your right and your wrongs. And then when you just like right, wrong, right, wrong, whether you're right or you're wrong, you still get hit. So the staff of anxiety don't know the difference whether you hit your right or hit your wrong. The whole dilemma is going to cause you anxiety anyways, because you're just waiting for the answer bank, which doesn't even exist. The whole point is not to pass the test. The whole point is to live out the lesson. So we sometimes forget that and we're like, let me control so that I can be right and or so that I don't be wrong. But the truth is, are you all right? The goal is we want to guard our best self. So self-control is about guarding our best selves and not about fighting our demise. It's not about fighting against the enemies, but it's about building your own fortress so you don't even have to deal with those enemies so to be in control is to not have to micromanage but to just have to set the tone and you're on the road and everything is just vibing because you got to a point where you know what's best for you and you're not gonna settle for anything less and when you get to that point nothing can stop you nothing can diminish your light and your ability to just be the bigger person against all the vices in your life. Because you got into a point where you realize that the goal is not to be right or wrong. It's not to follow commandments. The goal is to be in your own internal heaven. So if we're trying to experience heaven inside of ourselves, we must know all the things that cause hell and imbalance. And when we know these things are imbalance, causing hell and imbalance, which we will literally feel it. We feel it in our muscles. We feel it inside. We feel it in our stomach. We get a tight notch. We get a tight shoulder. We feel it, right? We know this. We know it. So why would we keep doing it? Because we don't say, oh, what's causing me this ease? We say, how can I get ease in spite of disease? So instead of fixing the disease by doing what's right, we add more stuff into it trying to be pleasured. 
So that's why we do certain things like we drink and eat more because we're like, it's going to make me feel better. So I'm going to stack on more problem on top of the problem, hoping that I get a solution. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Hey, powerful people. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I would like to borrow a few minutes to tell you about a very exciting project that I'm working on and really need your support. Not only have I started life coaching and health wellness coaching, I actually call it, and I invite you to get coached by me. I also launched a Patreon page. Now, Patreon is a way that you can support your favorite creators by becoming a patron. And by being a patron, you leave monetary support. It could literally be the cost of a Frappuccino from Starbucks, $5 a month, $10 a month, $20 a month. And with that contribution, you get access to a lot more exclusive content. Now, some of the content that I offer is workout videos, interviews with holistic doctors and wellness and health coaches with uh, mindset gurus and all of these extra things that you are not now getting from my podcast alone or from my show alone, as well as qigong meditative video so if you're learning about the art of qigong through this podcast and you're wondering how do i actually get started patreon is actually a great page for you to get involved with that and if you'd like to get that started all you have to do is refer to the description of this podcast and you'll see the link click on it select one of the tiers and become a patron i really really would love your support i want to dedicate a lot of my time to produce you the best quality holistic health content and with your monetary support i can really do that and if that doesn't work out for you you can always leave a donation via anchor.fm and that's also in the description so thank you so much for tuning into this podcast and continue on listening on thank you so much when the solution is to not create any problems <laughs> to not cause yourself more drama than you need so you don't need that much drama but you add drama for no reason because that's the dramatic part of life but we're all here in a learning experience and all of this are great reminders for me and for you before i started i was like i want to do a podcast with self-control because I need to remind myself that I am more powerful than the daily choices that I make based on my animal nature. Like I am not an animal who just goes about doing things. I'm a spirit and I can direct what I do with my intention and my will. But I wanna talk about will. So they actually did a study um, about will and they had a group of college students two sectioned out college students one of them were given uh, I think broccoli some green vegetable and another was given cookies and they were told to eat the broccoli and eat the cookies uh, they say to wait to eat I, I forgot the whole story but the whole point of the story is um, the control group with the cookies were most likely to give in where the person with the broccoli they just walked off and they said I don't even want to do this 
because I don't even want to eat it. You know what I mean? They were so indifferent to it. So the whole point of this is saying that we often give in to anything that tailors to our sweet buds, to our emotional needs, right? So sweet buds are a need for love, right? We give in to that, but we don't give in to the stuff that's going to fuel our bodies. So when we try to control ourselves, we like, yo, we control ourselves from not eating the right thing and we lose control in eating the wrong thing. Well, that's probably because we got our priorities wrong. We got our our head got jumbled up. We we forgot what's good and what's not good. We're like we're only focusing on the temperament or the temporary pleasure rather than the long-term satisfaction. So we're like, this would be sweet now, but we're not like, this would be really good. So when we talk about will, is will like determining like, oh, am I going to choose the broccoli or am I going to choose the candy bar? Like, is that like what will is? I think deeper than making a choice between the candy bar, the broccoli, or the cookie, the bigger than making that single choice is making a decision that you're going to eat what's best for you. Like, that's way better than having to make a choice between one or the other, but you're going to make a decision between what's best for you. And if you operate from that stage, you're going to find yourself looking at the broccoli, scanning it with your eyes, and seeing all the nutrients that you're gonna get out of it. And you're gonna scan the cookie, and you're gonna see all the sugar that's in it. You're gonna compare both, and you're gonna automatically choose the best. Because what you're doing is you're building an internal guide that automatically wills in your best interest. So when we think about will, we think about will myself away from the bad thing. So we're like, I'm, I have will, so I'm going to will myself away from the negative things. That's what will is. We're like, yo, is he going to give in? I'm going to will myself from giving in. But why don't we will ourselves to give in to the right thing? We try to will ourselves to not give in to the wrong thing. Why don't we just will ourselves to give in to the right thing? I, I don't get the, the, the idea of running away from wrong instead of running towards right. Because when you go the route that's the holiest, that's the best for you, you're automatically going to yield the best results. So I think there's a, a dramatic switch that needs to be made. In our mindset, we don't want to get self-control wrong. It's not not to-do list. It's the underlying reason to be list. That's what self-control is. It's not not to-do list. But it's the underlying reason to be this. And what I mean by that is self-control is controlling yourself to have the best state by automatically rejecting any vices that's going to intrude and get you out of whack. And when we start from that mind state, we can now make decisions that's in our best choices rather than going against every other thing. That's the, that's the major difference from what you probably heard most of your life 
it's always like don't do it don't do it since we're a kid it was like don't eat this don't do this nobody said make this so attractive that you don't even want this and that's where i got i got to that point and then sometimes you're like i know i know this is the best one and then you're like a kid but i want the candy you know and then you just give into it but i think we gotta when we get to that point and you see yourself derailing you gotta sell the other part more to you so the goal is you gotta sell the healthy side of things more like you gotta sell that that state that you really enjoyed because there are days that are really good days and there are days that are really bad days so you got the best of times and the worst of times you got the rainy times and the shiny day times right so you want to compare it and then you want to like look at it like when it's really shiny and you want to get to the point where all weather just amazes you but let's say you're not there yet i say when it's sunshine like i want you to treasure that moment in your mind like i want you to treasure it and then when you feel like it's raining i want you to bring up the sunshine in your mind i'm talking about that good moment when you had that good feeling that good state of being bring it up and visualize it and feel it and do the movement that led to it do the posture that led to it and do the thoughts because the thoughts are doing you be the person that was in that state and then start to bring it back up again right and then that will get you in it but i'm saying the ultimate level though is when you're able to be in the rain and enjoy it you're in the hell you enjoy it you're in the sun you love it and if it's an earthquake you're still shaking up still building up that's actually the best that's called going rolling with the punches or rolling with the weather of life so when you get to that point nothing really bothers you because what you're like how do i control myself in the midst of the storm so self-control is like how do i get myself to my best state regardless of all of these things going around me so it's chaos in the world you're like you wake up you open your social media it's like pandemic uh civil injustice pandemic horrible death and you're like uh i can't take it i can't take it i can't take it so it's too much you and you don't take it right don't take in any of that anymore because it's not the best thing for you so what we got to do is we got to take consume less and produce more this is the number one rule if you want to become an enterprising american in the capitalistic world stop being a consumer and become a producer so don't consume other people's thoughts as a visuals videos pictures and text but produce the right thoughts to give you the right state so when we switch from a consumer to a producer we become more profitable businesses there's something called being profitable is the goal of all entrepreneurs what if i told you that you're running a business every day 24 7 and what if i told you you got the same time that elon musk had and you do and what if I said the business is you? Would you believe that you're running a business called you? The truth is you're running your business. So you got to mind your business by keeping your business on your mind and making it your baby and making it your project to build and grow. So that's you. You're investing into you. 
You got to produce the thoughts. You got to produce the actions. You got to produce the feelings and emotions that's going to make you a profitable business. And to be a profitable business is not about just making money. It's about having sense, making sense, making sense of things, being in touch of your sense. It's not making about dollars. It's not being profitable. It's not just making dollars, which is part of it. Trust me, it is. But it's about having sense, being in touch with your senses, being at peace. When you get to that point, then you got the ultimate success. That's where we all can be and evolve to be. But all we got to do is we control ourselves. So some days I'm like, I notice my state is very negative. And sometimes I'm like, I'm like in it, I'm stuck in it. And then I got to step out. And then I, tr- I work my way to really image in all the great things I got going, all the gratitude. Gratitude is antidote. So become more grateful, bringing up these thoughts, and then slowly letting go. And understanding that we have about 40,000 thoughts a day, and we repeat most of them continuously. Why we want to do that? So we got to let it go. And from that point, we're able to stop judging ourselves, stop being such a harsh judge, stop trying to control everything outside of us, then we just control everything inside of us and make our desire to be in our best state rather than fight against any other external state. So we don't want to be in battle with things because to fight is not to fight. To win is not to even have to fight. To win is to be at peace. So if you want to win this thing called life, it's not even having to fight. It's playing. Life is like a game. And all of us merely players. Each role, if you read Shakespeare, you know what that is. So we all play. So we should start to look every day like we're playing, like this is a game. And when we go to work, we're playing what we used to play doctor. Then we go to work and we do doctor. We used to play, but then now we perform, you know. So why don't we just keep the idea of playing like playing the piano? Playing the piano is not work. It's therapy. And you're not playing it to get to the end of the composition. You're playing it for the competition. You're playing for the experience. Why do we play life to get to the inner life and don't play life for the symphony of life? I don't get us as humans, but that's just the way the setup is. That's why I say we can't change the setup, but we can upset the setup. What I mean by that is we can't change how things are naturally, but what we can do is we can stand up and then we could set the way we want things to be based on our mental capacity so we can't change things naturally but we could stand up and set things the way we want it to be based on how we guard our mental garden so it's the thing all the sages and prophets and teachers have been saying forever you don't change anything outside of you unless you change everything inside of you and everything that seems very basic is basic because it's true The key to your freedom is right in front of you. But what happens is if something is right in front of you for a long time, 
you don't even notice it. And then you try to find it and you even forgot it. But sometimes you need a reminder. You go to a teacher and then they'll tell you, oh, this is the blueprint. This is how your body works. This is what you need to do to be in the best state. These are the breathings. These are the foods. This is the drumming you need to do. Like, this is the meditation practice. And there it like, you could get in that. Like, we have a community that focuses on that every day. Every single day, we're doing Qigong at the beach. You know, every day, we're putting out routines for you to do to guard your mental state. So the best self-control is not even to have to control yourself, but to control your state. The best self-control is not to control yourself, but to control your state. And having the best state, you would have automatically controlled yourself from intruding that state. So if you want to learn how to do that, get in the right mental state, go to L-O-V-E-Q-I-G-O-N-G, lovechigong.com. Join the tribe every morning. You're going to get to do the Qigong with us. You're going to build up your internal chi you're gonna generate more energy you're gonna build up your inner world so you can shine light in the darkness of this outer world if that didn't add any value to you then don't like this post but if it did like the post share it and leave a comment right that's my message and i'm sticking to it is the holistic motivator thinking you are once again from controlling yourself today by doing something that's going to get you in the best state remember you have the unlimited power to not just control yourself but to control your state you got to believe it that's the first step and then you got to act on it and then you must let your light shine don't hide it don't dim it it's the Holistic Motivator thanking you for watching. Peace. Thank you, everyone. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.